1: That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on!
2: We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together.
1: You know why? Because we are ducks. And ducks fly together.
2: It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Great move, Gordo. I'm Mike. That's Tommy.
0: Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all.
2: Welcome to the Core Academic Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We're back again. Just a reminder, we've hit December, which means Quiet Question of the Year is coming up. Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. I, I am starting to pare the list down. I'm down to the final 17. <laughs> that will get down <laughs> wow. to
1: final 17. That's an elite yeah. group to be part of.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that. Is
0: about half of the questions that were asked this year. You're like one of these recruits who says, I've narrowed it down to my top 17. Exactly.
2: So I'll try to get that down to five. But if you have any questions that particularly stick out in your mind, and I'm speaking to you, the listener, right now, but Tommy and Kevin can also chime in if they'd like, let us know, because I will take that into account as I select
1: the five
2: or four or six finalists.
1: So, what is the the deadline? Like the last the last day.
2: The last, I would say. I mean, you'd probably have to get your nominations in
1: this week. So, okay. so, so this, I think we have a solid contender for today for today's episode. Okay,
2: this yeah. When's ups- the
0: cutoff? And are you considering questions that we might have done like late December last year?
2: No, it's the January first. So
0: the forgotten. There's the forgotten ones, but there is there's, a, a good podcast episode about the forgotten quack questions. There's no,
2: there. uh, there's no cutoff for this year though. So if we have a quack question that comes in, it will be added to the list. It will be now 18 semi-finalists or quarter finalists. I don't know how the pairing is going to go down, but anyway, so yeah, so there's no cutoff, um, yeah, so I said this week, which this episode will come out on Thursday. So you need to get it in by next Thursday, really, if you have a suggestion.
0: Let's get a day of the week on that. What What is that? The uh, 21st? Let you know, me look 20th. it up. That's Thursday that's the 20th. The 20th yeah.
2: All right. So Thursday, yeah, it's the 20th. So, and then the, the finalists will come out probably the 27th. And then... Depending on our schedules The winner will be announced Either the 3rd or the 10th of January Depends if we want to make sh- make That pod on the 3rd or n- not If we're fighting those Two day hangovers We'll see what happens <laughs> But yeah Always an exciting time This is our fourth Quiet question of the year competition We had uh, Joyce win the first year Jared Beasley won the second year And then Zach Groenkel won the third year so get your questions in or i guess get your nominations in
0: and also let's let's have uh, some questions for the last podcast of the i guess next week yeah that that question will be eligible so if you got a really good one
2: yeah now is the time to get it in for sure and maybe it'll be added to that list of
0: 17 contenders
2: <laughs> yes and i will say the all-time question list has been updated so, you can see where you stand. I'll put that in the show notes. We are uh, at, I think, 77 different people have asked a question, and uh, about 134 or something like that questions overall. And uh, really, most prolific this year, Stevie Yanks came in with five. He's been crushing. And then b 19 had three. So, those are the two most prolific this year, I believe totally offside is in the lead overall with nine. So he's behind. I think there's two other people with eight. So yeah, check it out. Check where you stand. Try to move up the list and maybe you'll win a prize. Who knows? I don't know. Probably not, but give it a shot.
0: (laughs) Well, there goes that incentive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on.
1: Quick, quick, happy birthday to Tommy, the big, uh, Oh, yes. Thank you very much.
0: Yes, we celebrated with an 80s party. Yes, I was born in 1988, the year of the dragon. Yeah. I remember it well. Mm-hmm. And uh, 30th birthday was fun. Both Kevin and Mike were there. Yes. they with were both bells on. Yeah, they both dressed appropriately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe Kevin tweeted out a picture of me working on a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> did you ever finish that Rubik's I did cube? not. And I took it home, and I have two full rows. Like, I have a full, like side and then i have two full rows on the other side but i can't get like the final ones just can't figure it out so one day one day (laughs) it's it took me a long time it took me like three hours so let's move on to to sadder news here sean weiss our beloved friend he has had some trouble obviously uh if you're unfamiliar he was arrested for public intoxication uh, had said he was gone to a rehab center. Comes out. This is December ninth. TMZ reports that he was uh, caught shoplifting more than two hundred dollars worth of stuff from an LA Rite Aid. He's now p- facing a petty theft charge and a probation violation. So more trouble for him. Sean, I don't. Sean, hopefully, is listening. Sean get your help let's uh let's turn this thing around uh just yeah just really sad but we just want to say we're we're thinking of you sean and let's move on to no i wasn't i was gonna make a joke but i'm not gonna make the joke (laughs) let's just move on to kevin and his adventures in cryptocurrency if you're unfamiliar kevin bought three hundred dollars worth of Kin Token, a cryptocurrency, in December last year. At last check, it was down to $14. Kevin, do we have an update?
1: Uh, so this week, I believe we're up since last week, uh, a whopping $0.21. Cents. I don't uh, remember ooh. what exactly it was last week, but it's at $14.21.
2: Oh, okay. Nice. So we're at least holding steady at the 14 Yes. And uh, let's now... Move on to the topic at hand. Tommy, what is the topic today?
0: We've got a Mighty Ducks Minute. Yes. And I think this is a pretty good one with a lot open to interpretation. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes. The Mighty Ducks Minute. We pick a minute randomly. Use my favorite random number generator to generate a minute. Uh, then we break it down in minute detail. And hopefully it turns out well. We've had a lot of like classic minutes. I don't know if this one would count as a classic. This is minute number thirty-seven. So if you're following along at home, this is thirty-six on the DVD to thirty-seven. And we are in the midst of a Gordon Bombay flashback here. So we're Gordon Bombay is now laying on the snow, and he has just flashed back to his childhood on the pond. And you can take a listen now.
1: Face once, face twice, face three times, two! Scores! Yes! 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 What a play! What a
0: guy! Gordon Bobby doesn't get it! Again!
2: Great move, Gordon! You can make them out of the pass. Looks great out there, Gordon. Come on, let's go inside, huh? Right. Overall first impressions of this minute,
1: Kevin. Um, I mean, it's a very, I'd say it's a very well done flashback. It has like the classic, you know, kind of like hazy aura about it. Um, I mean, we know of course that it's Bombay's mom filming it. Yes. Um, documentary. Um, but I feel like it's a, it's solid, solid scene, a little cheesy. Um, they, they go pretty thick on the cheese like, um, <laughs> It's like classic father-son moment on the ice. Um, But yeah, that's snap judgment right there.
2: Yeah. Tommy, anything to add?
1: Definitely
0: uh, heavy on the cheese. I was also, this time around, I was looking at um, Gordon Bombay's skating. Mm -hmm. And to me, it didn't really seem that he was going that quickly. And it might have just been like, oh, camera, you can't really skate that quick anyway. And, you know, it would look weird. But it's like he doesn't look like he's like you know this great player.
1: So this would have been the year that he scores one hundred ninety seven goals, right? Yeah, nineteen seventy three. Yeah. yeah, I, 98 I kind goals. of agree with Tommy there. He didn't look like this like stellar athlete. Yeah, I es- mean, especially because at, like kids at that age, like there is always somebody that like the eye test is like, whoa, yeah, Those kids like astronomically better than all the other ones. It didn't come across that way.
2: Yeah, it, definitely not in the physical appearance. He's this like short scrawny little kid uh but maybe he's got a lot of skill like he was not going very fast but he's also playing around on the pond by himself narrating the whole time uh just for those who did not watch the minute so they go in the pond they're playing around and then it flashes back at the end Bombay is at Charlie's apartment building and then he knocks on the door and that's where the minute cuts off uh yeah I can see where you're going with it like he doesn't look great but i don't know how like he's not doing anything like amazingly he's not stick handling crazy or anything like that but i would say it's tough to tell just in in the time we see him
0: how much he's really actually trying in that situation well so he's narrating supposedly it's like kind of he's got a breakaway whatever you'd think he'd be doing something a little bit more exciting like so, think about like when you were a kid, like playing basketball or like tossing the football around by yourself. You're like doing diving catches or like crazy like behind the the back shots, whatever. Yeah, or, like,
1: it's always game seven of the finals. Yeah, like last minute,
0: half court heave or whatever. And um and so it's not like he was doing something crazy. Um, and so to me that that just stood out a little bit that he and like this was obviously near the end of his session, so maybe he was tired. Mm. Um, but. You know, you think he'd be doing, like, slap shots from, like, mid-ice or something.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Tough to chase a puck, though. (laughs) Well, if he's that
0: good, you know. You ever hit net? One out of five? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shoot it in
2: the barrel.
1: One thing I did notice, um, I forget where we landed on what happened to Bombay's dad. Did we... What is our working theory on that?
0: Got caught up in the game?
1: I believe
2: so, yeah. He got caught up in the game.
1: Well, because in this, there's, like, this moment where he, like, looks kind of, like, sad um, where it's like, almost like he's about to tell Bombay that like he has cancer or oh. you know, like he like kind of looks down like, oh, this is like one of the last times I'll have on the yeah. with Bombay or with Gordon. Um, but I just, uh, I just noticed that during the scene and I thought I was, it was interesting.
0: Yeah. I was looking, I was like, were there any signs of like an illness with him? You know, was he, you know, he was bundled up. One thing I was like, he was wearing a hat. Um, Gordon was not wearing a hat. I don't, I don't know to put anything in. Any stocking into that? I did not think like, why isn't Gordon wearing a hat? Like my mother would murder me if I wasn't wearing a hat in that kind of weather. But you know, I think that's more of like a creative license—show his face, show his hair, whatever. So,
1: I mean, he and he also looks like a, like a Culkin. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: And that so wait, so that's the crypto dude, right?
2: Yes, Brock Pierce is
1: yes. yeah like whatever you want to call him.
2: Yeah, you can read, you can Google him on your <laughs> that's own.
1: That's first kid.
2: Yeah, Brock Pierce. He's oh, yeah. had a long.
1: Um, interesting yeah interesting
2: to underestimate it or downplay it sort of saga in terms of his not only his acting career but his life in general so you can google and see everything it's it it doesn't go to great places i'll warn you there um i like the point about bombay's dad in terms of yeah maybe he knows something at this point Uh, whether it's an illness or he's in the game and he knows, like, hey, I might not come back. But you can definitely, when you isolate the minute, you can definitely sense it. The weird thing he does, Bombay's dad, he, like, kneels down to Bombay, and then he, like, keeps touching him. He, like, grabs, grabs, then grabs his glove. Like, watch it again. He, like, fiddles with him for, like, a good five seconds. And I don't know if that's, like, a... A tick or something like he's nervous or that's just who he is but strange there uh yeah i mean how do we feel like bombay knows any of this can bombay sense any of this sort of feeling his father has
1: i I don't think so i mean he just wants to keep playing hockey i mean i don't think yeah i think if he knew something was up he would like i don't know try to get his dad out on the ice or something
0: yeah i think Gordon's totally oblivious. All he wants to think about is hockey. He's hockey like 24 hours a day. He wakes up. He's like immediately running to look at like the scores in the paper. And he all he wants to talk about is hockey.
2: Yeah. How do we feel about Bombay's mother's cinematic choices here? She has a nice
0: filter on the scene. I did like think about the filter and it's like you got to have the filter so everyone knows it's a flashback. <laughs> you know, and it's I mean, I guess it's a, a trope or whatever, but. I mean, everyone knows it's a flashback because yeah. you have that old, old timey filter on
1: it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, like we said at the beginning, it seemed like a you know fairly well composed scene.
2: Yeah. I mean, Other than Bombay
0: saying, "What a
1: guy," Yeah, what himself. a guy. That's such a terrible line.
0: Yeah. Have we have we talked about? And I don't know if Steve Brill um, addressed this with us, but Gordon Bombay is that named after Gordy Howe? Because, you know, because Bombay's dad calls yeah. him Gordy. Is it, like, was Bombay named after Gordy Howe?
2: I'd have to go back and listen. I feel like Steve might have talked about it, but I can't say one way or another. Because
0: I know in some of the names, he, like, it was, like, a play on, on some stuff. Like, originally, like, Casey Conway was supposed to be, like, a caseworker or something. So, oh, the nod to that was
1: her naming her Casey. So. mm mm-hmm. Gordy Howe was a Red Wing, though, right? Correct. Sure, but so be, I mean, iconic. Be kind of yeah. Weird. He
2: was he was an iconic player though, yeah. and Minnesota
0: didn't have a team for a while. So okay. you know, and you know, Steve Brill, being a hockey fan, would like out Gordy, You know, it's yeah. like if you had a, like naming a kid Wayne or something, he was a hockey player. I don't know.
2: Yeah. So we go outside the flashback now, and Bombay is at the apartment building, and he takes
0: a deep breath, looks at a piece of paper, which I'm assuming he wrote down the address for. I think that was, again, kind of like a... So the audience knows subconsciously that he is not at his own place.
1: Okay. He is, he is at a place he's not familiar with. The so. last number on the address is his jersey number, too. It's nine.
2: 1909. Oh, wow. Nice. Good eye. Good eye.
1: I think it was 1009, wasn't it? I thought it was 1909. Maybe not 1009,
2: 1009, but I don't know. Something 09. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Uh... Is that
0: something that's like, did
2: he have to go looking in the phone book? Like, how does he figure out Conway's address?
0: So, I think this is on his um his roster. I think it's the yeah. same piece of paper that he
1: has at the first oh, practice. Like a sign-up sheet, effectively. Yeah, it's
0: like every kid, their phone number, and their address. I think that's what he's looking at. Okay. Because
1: he he
0: shows up. He's It's like an unannounced Yeah, visit, he shows right? up. He's yeah. kind of like, hey, can I come yeah. talk? Because remember, Mom's like, Charlie, you have a visitor? And he comes down all excited, and he's like, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. coach. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like right. what? do you think like if you were uh Charlie's mom, would you be like upset that he just like dropped in unannounced? Like I get that he's he also still like doesn't have much tact as a coach at that point.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I would I think not. I would be confused. I'd be like okay. Like I feel like she played it right. i she, she was like, What do you want? And then yeah. it was like I came to apologize and she's like, Alright, alright. Yeah. I'll let you have a
0: shot here. But yeah, it could have gone very poorly for him. Quick um, tangent, and on this is more. No, like, we don't do those on the show. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, um, we stay focused. <laughs> this, you know, something I've kind of noticed, and I don't know if you guys gone through the same thing. You know, when you are a kid and like someone knocks on the door, you are like super excited because it'd be one of your friends or it could be whatever. Now it's like if someone knocks on your door, you are like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah,
1: what's going on? I, I one time, uh, we had a not a h- huge house, but. It was kind of positioned where all the kids' rooms were on one side of the house, and mine was all the way at the end of this narrow hallway. So I would work up quite a bit of speed round in the corner whenever the doorbell rang, so it kind of like went in an S shape. And one time, I was round in that corner. I don't know if it was wet or I was wearing socks or something. Slipped, bashed a giant hole in the wall. My mom was not too pleased about that. <laughs> Who was at the door? It's probably like a UPS driver or something. Yeah, like-
2: <laughs> yeah. If I remember, I've ordered a package. It's not that bad when someone like knocks or rings the doorbell. But if I don't, it's either like a package or someone trying to get me to sign up for something. Well, yeah, lately, it's terrible. Like, this
0: election year, it was like nothing but like people hawking, you know, candidates. Yeah, and like you don't want to be rude and like. I guess but, like, I guess like, sorry, m- I don't want to talk to
1: you. That must be more prevalent at, like houses because like, yeah. we don't. Well, oh, you, you're in a gated. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we've had like a thousand packages delivered in the past two weeks. And you guys know that our, our uh, doorbell is like cat. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's very obnoxious. Um, so I hear that probably four or five times a day and it startles me. Yeah. That's exciting. Well,
0: actually one other thing about Bombay knocking on the door there uh-huh. is this is clearly an apartment building. And so a lot of times you have to be like buzzed up or whatever. And so mm-hmm. he just opens the door. And so any thoughts on that? Do you think that's, yeah, Maybe I don't like know. An older building, I don't know.
2: I feel like buzzing is like more of like an East Coast. Thing. I feel like hmm. Minnesota is more trusting of people That's just in point. general. So they're just like uh, we don't need the
1: buzzing. It's more much. like Canadian philosophy.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I think he's just just the way it's set up. He's able to get in there.
0: That reminds me of, if you guys have ever seen the documentary Bowling for Columbine.
1: Whatever. Yeah, where he just walks up and starts. He's, he like he's doors. like in
0: Canada or something. He's like opening doors, and then like he ends up interviewing them because it's like, "Oh, come on in," you know. <laughs> but you know, I, I remember watching that and being like, "Like, don't we lock our doors?" I don't know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's different
1: did, different world. Did you lock your doors?
0: uh i believe like at night yeah 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 but i mean when i was a kid i don't think we locked our doors during the day you know because if like if, if someone is inside yeah and because i'd be like coming and going or whatever and yeah like, when you're 11 like you don't really have a key on you all the time so
1: and our house was like home base for the entire neighborhood like all the neighborhood kids like, yeah to come in and show up way. yeah and unannounced at any hour so i don't think we locked our door either which is depending on the house we were living at at the time, was probably a bad idea. But.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we just did it at night. All right. Any last thoughts on the, the minute here?
0: Mm. I like the scarf that uh, Bombay's wearing. Yeah, yeah it's sharp. A little big on him.
2: Yeah, he's go- I believe he's going scarf and then sweatshirt, like hoodie move, which is an interesting play, I feel like. He's got the hoodie like hanging out the back, and then the scarf sort of like, swallowing up the hood i it was Mm. interesting i I would have pulled the hood over the scarf but that's just me
0: yeah because do you think he wears like his hawks jersey as much as possible
1: yeah i did think that was a little odd i mean i get that they're like reinforcing yeah he's wearing his like hawks
2: game jersey he's also wearing like shin pads and pants which like you never really do in pond hockey yeah so i don't know maybe that's a parent thing maybe his dad was like you have to put on all your equipment except for your helmet <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i don't know all right uh mvp of the minute here
0: uh i give it to the dad just because uh i think this is stupid i mean the acting is good because we are thinking about like oh what's he trying to has he not told his son something or whatever yeah. or you know, and he seems like a loving father in it, so that's good.
1: Plus, he's competing with the guy that said, what a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I lost it for the little Brock Pierce over there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not many choices, but...
1: I guess you could say the the mom.
2: Oh, yeah, with her, her camera
0: skills.
1: Camera work and that filter she put on.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's a good point. Because the dad doesn't have a lot of lines, but he makes the most out of his screen time. A lot of, like...
1: who Who is little... that? Has he done anything else?
2: A That's a good question. I don't know. We'll have to look him up. I'll have to look him up here in a second. Um, yeah, the mom. I like the mom really sets the tone, but then you have Bombay sort of at the end doing some extra acting when he takes the deep breath and stuff like that. But overall, Kevin. So, are you voting for the dad or the mom? Uh, I'll go dad. So you're going dad too. All right, I'll make it unanimous then. I was on the fence, but we'll go. Three straight dads. Or the pond, you could say the pond. <laughs> the pond. Or that garbage can. <laughs> yeah, that garbage that can. That goalie issue. really sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so if you disagree, you know where to find us. Do but, you think... So using the garbage can, though, as the goal... like I think that's... No, whatever. It's it's fine. But was there originally garbage on that? And then they're now using it as the goal on there? And did he have to I dump shit how, out? How did you used to do it back in the I
2: month? mean, we had, like, nets that we pulled up. Or you just, like set down two gloves if you really didn't have anything Mm -hmm. but we would usually bring a net on the ice he is he does seem to be playing in like a park area there's like a bench and then the light light post post, yeah so yeah maybe maybe that trash can was there but there was no trash in it because there's snow and nobody's really in the park so yeah maybe he just found it and tipped it over that's my guess but let's move on now to the quack question Kevin teased this one before the show, so I'm excited about it. If you're unfamiliar, you ask us questions. We pick the best ones, try to answer them, and then pick the best of the best in our end-of-the-year show. And you could be on it if you get your quack question. And Kevin, what is the quack question today?
1: Uh, Today's quack question comes from our good old friend Ed Semia uh, of Yale Curling fame. Um, His question is, here's a personal quack question. Got to the finals of a regional curling event where the winner goes to a national championship, but lost on the final rock. How do I avoid a Bombayian collapse into drinking and lawyering?
0: Well, first of all, um, congratulations on advancing that far. And it's good yeah. you couldn't make it to finals. Um,
1: you know? I think the answer is he can't. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: just <laughs> got to ride it out. I, th- right? I think that you got to roll with the punches and accept your fate drinking. Um, you can probably avoid law school thanks to the drinking. So I think you drink extra so you don't have two vices of Mm. drinking and
1: being a lawyer. Mm. That's that's a good strategy. And drink
0: with your team. They should all be of age, or at least if they're in college, then they've experienced some kind of drinking. So I'd embrace it.
2: I'm just going to butt in here real quick. The actor that played Gordon's father, Robert Paul, he's been in... Five movies. The last came in 1998, and these are his roles in order. Gordon's father, Stephen's father, young Gordon's father, Trooper number one, and airport officer. Yeah. so Distinguished career, there yeah. What movie was he Stephen's father in? He was, Oh, I just closed it. Hold on. He was Stephen's father in Dottie Gets Spanked, a TV short from 1993. What? Does he do the spanking? <laughs> Uh, he might be actually.
1: He there's like a good poster from of this Is it like a after school special or something?
2: I don't know, but you can see this poster there of a man spanking this woman. Okay,
0: he's not spanking a kid. (laughs) No, he's spanking a woman. (laughs) Yeah. This uh TV short
2: nineteen ninety three. I'm gonna look for it online. Here's
0: this um (laughs) here's a line from this woman from The Village Voice. Seductive, a pop art vision of fifties suburbia this portrait of the artist as a gay saddle-shoed seven-year-old is an utterly unique work.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Well, there you go.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so back to Ed's question. We've determined that he can't really avoid a Bombayian-like collapse. I think, I think having the team involved helps. I've just, like, let him ride it out. Um, I would say... Just don't get in a car. Like we have Uber now. I don't think Bombay had Uber. That's true, true. So yeah, I think if you do that, you can sort of pull out of this quicker. You don't need to spend long nights at the office coming up with loot pulls. Um, I'd say don't dwell on it. Yeah. Turn the page. Turn the page. Yeah, Bombay came back from it eventually. He made it all the way back to the minors before a knee injury. So uh, watch your knees. Don't get a knee injury and you should be fine. Anything else here?
1: No. I think we solved Ed's problem for him, per usual.
2: Congratulations, Ed. We just outlined the next like four years of your life.
0: But uh, go Bulldogs. Don't let them uh, hang that banner of your regional final. <laughs> yeah. Only state or national championships or whatever.
1: Yeah. Really wish they'd take that one down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't ever want to have that. So, yeah, don't
2: get a banner or anything for sure. Just win
0: or get one and use it as motivation and be like i want you guys to look at that every single day
2: yeah yeah like when you're especially when this team like graduates and then comes back then you can like really rub it in like riley did to bombay like oh wish they would take that one
1: down or i I want i want to know like for curling teams maybe we should have ed on for this but um like what is a pre-game speech like like do you are you trying to get them like amped Are you trying to keep them calm? Yeah. You know? Hmm. I would be very curious to know what that is. That
2: is a good point. Like, first guess, I would say calm. Like, you got to stay focused. I feel like curling is very much a mental game and a skill game. So you can't be too hyped and then just, like, go out there and throw the rock, like, 90 miles an hour and just blast it off the
0: ice. Well, I think it would actually help if you had, like, a shot before. Oh. Calm the nerves. Yeah. And also, I'm curious, like, what are you eating and drinking during the game? It's like... Are you making sure you're having, like, a like Gatorades or whatever? Or are you like, oh, I'm going to snack on, like, a hot dog during the game? <laughs> I feel
1: like that's a game you have to have a beer. You know? <laughs> I think that's
0: actually in the the rules. Yeah, it's, yeah in the it's in the rules. All right. Yeah, so, Ed, keep us
2: updated on this. Um, but good luck. We'll see you on the other side. For us, thequackatec.com, at Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com, slash Pod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us how long you think it's gonna take Ed for to pull out of this Bombay and like collapse. Go to the shop, get some gear.
1: I think there might be free shipping right now, but don't quote me on that.
2: I believe there is as well. Yeah. Uh I will put the code in the show notes if there is. Uh go to Amazon, click through, buy all those Christmas gifts through Amazon through our link. We'll get a piece of it, which helps out a lot. We appreciate it.
1: We'll have a nice Merry Christmas.
2: Yes. And remember, ducks fly together.
1: Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ain't no back.
2: It's to be the
0: of the, time. the is back, Jack. Ooh, yeah.